I would uh, recommend too, if you know other artists who have exhibited at a place where you're checking out, get with those artists and ask them how their experience was. Yes. And I think most artists would be happy to to share their experience with it, unless it's their little mm-hmm. cash cow and they don't want to <laughs> yeah, right. share it. Welcome to Creative Type Podcast. This is episode seven, where we're going to be talking about how to get your art out there. I'm Lori Rivera. And I'm Jamie Haney. And we're your hosts for Creative Type Podcast. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Well, Jamie and I thought we'd talk today about uh, just some different ways we've gotten our art out there. Uh, Just like, you know, restaurants, coffee shops, galleries, uh, you name it. The, the possibilities are endless. Sometimes you oh. just have to think outside of the box. That's right. We have a, I think it's going to be a really good show today. I think so too. I think we both have a lot of good stuff. Now we haven't compared notes, so we might have a lot of yeah. run over, but oh, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Why don't you start with the first one, Lori? Where, where is, okay. do we want to start off with, where was your first exhibit? That, yes, let's do that. Okay. You, you go so, first. So the very first time I ever showed my work was through my workplace. I was working for Peace Zone Recovery Center at the time. I was hired to get it up and running. And uh, we had a an art show in during recovery month in September. And that was the first show I was ever in. And just to give you a little background, Peace Zone helps individuals with mental health issues. So depression, anxiety. So it's a peer center. So that was the first place I ever showed my work. It was at the arts council of Southwestern Indiana. We had the show there. Oh, that's nice. So when now that was, so you had not put your art out on like a blog or anything out like that before then? Well, a blog. Yes. Okay. So I would count that as your first time. Yeah. But like, yeah, because I, I got to thinking, my first show was a place called um, Art in the Park, and I think it went away, and I believe they've just started it back up again, but I, you know, had a booth, I paid for a booth, and that was the first time I was out in public locally with my art. Now, that's yeah. probably what you mean, you were out locally yeah. in public, yeah, but in before public, then, yeah. in 2009, I started my art blog, so that's mm-hmm. really where I was showing my art publicly if you saw me on the blog. So that's where mine would have been. And then I think in 2012 is when I had my first public art show with a booth that I paid to be there. And so, yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Then, so when, when did you start your blog? When was that? You know, you and I started painting the same year. Didn't you start in 2009? Yeah, that's about when I did. That's, that's when I started painting. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Yeah, that is funny. Uh, so I probably started my blog that year too. And like I said in a previous podcast, my blog back then was basically just a bunch of images. I didn't oh, write yeah. a whole lot. It was just kind of as a record for me of what I had done. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool too. Well, you know me. I am never at a loss for words. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I, I, <laughs> so way back then I start. I had a, you know, a whole shit ton of things I say. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. So. That'll start off with the very first type of venue that you can get your art out there. And that's like art shows. And right. that's what yours was, was an art show, right? A lot right. Of it was a nonprofit art show. Yes. 
Okay. Well, I was trying to make a profit with mine. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did make some money. I did sell some stuff. My, my pricing model was not very good back then, (laughs) but that's okay. I got some, I got some first collectors that way. And, you know, I still have some very good collectors from that very first show. That's awesome. Luckily I had probably from the blogs that I watched or listened to, or you know what I'm trying to say, read, it seemed like you're there with them. You know, so much blogs are so good about going so in depth. It's not like social media now. It's just kind of surface. It's social media is just a blip. It is. And it's very, um, what I say is shallow surface. You know, you really don't get to know someone very, very well, but blogs were kind of different. You know, uh, people really shared a lot with them and I did too. I still, I continue to, so I still prefer blogs, but, um, you know, that's Mm -hmm. just personal preference of mine. So, um, what are some other local places to exhibit? Now, when we say exhibit, what do you mean? I mean, like your art is out there and it can or cannot be for sale. It's there for anyone to, to look at and to probably critique and have their opinion about it. Right. Just a public place to show your work. Right, right. right. Well, let's start off with libraries. Okay, I've got that one too. Okay. Yeah, libraries are a great place. And I exhibit at my local library just about once a year, if not twice, if he'll let me come in and do it. uh, You contact the uh, like marketing manager there. Luckily, um, you know, I'm friends with that guy, Stan. He's such a nice guy. He always makes sure that I get a month. And I've already had my month. It was January. I think we talked about that a couple episodes back. So have you exhibited in libraries? Yeah, actually I have. I think just one time. I think I did that. Yeah, it was the Newburg Library. It's oh, the you do, little yeah, town you next do, to us. You did another one too, though, didn't you? Out on did I? First Avenue? Didn't you go on First think? Avenue? No, I don't think so. Or wait, Washington Square Mall, was it? Was no. that Vicky? Oh, well. Yeah, I don't think matter. so. I think it was just the Newburg Library. I think that's yeah, okay. the only one I've done. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. So how did yours work? Like mine stayed up for a month. I took my art mm-hmm. there. They had a really, they have a really nice exhibit hall that even has um, art hanging, um, not wires, but they have permanent places for art and they have really nice lighting. The light shines oh, yeah. down on your piece of art. So it is, um, he purposefully made that so you could hang art and it would show it off. So how was your experience with the Newburg Library? It was great. Yeah, uh, they have good lighting there too. And they also okay. have a permanent display. They have the little rods, you know, the rods that come down yes, and with the little clips. I think there were yes. clips on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I took about, oh, I didn't fill it up as much as I could have probably. I think I kept it, you know, to about, oh, I don't know, maybe eight paintings, but they were larger paintings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about one of the bad things about that. You know, I did a library, a different library, where it was in a case. You remember that? Yes. Uh, I won't name where it was at. (laughs) But, and you have no control over that, right? And it was not the person's fault who, um, who contacted me. And she was generous at allowing me to exhibit my work there. But when I went to pick up my work, it went in. It was there for like three months. I think that was a three-month rotation there. Mm my some of my paintings had fallen down and some of my paintings were in frames and so it messed up like three of my frames two or three and 
they are not usable now. So that's something to consider. If your work is out there, you do not have control of what happens to it. She didn't know how it fell. And you would think in a case, just falling like two feet or so, wouldn't do anything, but it sure did. It junked up my frames and and now I can't use them. So that's something something to consider. All right. So yeah, anytime it's in a public place like that. Yeah. Anything can happen. Right. Right. You always have that risk. Yep. Okay. So we did libraries and we did the art shows. What else have you got on your list for local places to exhibit? The next one on my list is gift shops. Gift shops. Yeah. I've got retail shops online, but yeah, the same thing. All right. So you have more experience with that. You have done that with your art business. So give it a little explanation of what your gift shop experience has been. Yeah, uh, I just started uh, putting some items in gift shops, I guess, last year, and it's been a good experience. Uh, I think, um, yeah, one thing you have to think about with gift shops, it's not a gallery, so you probably can't put like a thousand dollar piece in a gift shop, you know, so I tend to put not, you know, like kind of more economical pieces I don't right. know if that's and, the word I want to use, but you know what I'm saying. And when you go to a place like a gift shop, you have to decide, are you going to accept commission? This is right. commission or is it going to be wholesale? Yeah. And I've been doing commission so far. Right. right. And from what I've been listening to, another podcast that I really, really like is Marie Brophy's podcast. And I believe that is Art Money Success podcast. And she really recommends not doing the commission, which mm-hmm. for her reasons are fantastic. I don't know if you ever did go back and listen to that one or not, Lori, when I shared that with you, but um, she I really did. encourages people to do wholesale. And I totally see that, but I have a feeling mm-hmm. that you probably would limit yourselves because some people just aren't going to do it. But when you take it, when you do the commission route and what we mean is they get a commission, you take your artwork into the space, they display it hopefully, right? When her case, she had gone into this place that was supposed to have, they had sent what, $5,000 worth of artwork over there. And she showed up unannounced and it was all sitting. She got thought it was great. Oh, this is, they've sold all the artwork. Found out that it was sitting in boxes still had not even been unpacked. So not only did she not make any sales, but she lost sales because that art could have been selling somewhere else. This person did not even take take it upon themselves to put the artwork out. And you don't have any control over that. So, but if you mm-hmm. do wholesale, then you have for a lower cost, you know, usually this would be good for prints, reproductions, that sort of thing. Then you've sold that work. And so they can do, they can sell it for however they might want to and however much they want to. And, you know, you're not losing out on anything. Right. So have you thought about moving to a wholesale? I have thought about type it. Type? I haven't thought about it uh, in depth, but I it's crossed my mind. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, if you go into these retails, it seems like everyone takes advantage of advantage of artists, doesn't it? If you go into any resale place and they go to these big sh- shows that are in Chicago and Atlanta and they, they go to these buyer sales, right? They order the the stock for their shop. They don't say, okay, I'll take your your 
order. I'll t- I'll order $10,000 worth of stuff. And, and uh, if it sells, I'll give you a commission on it. But if not, then I'll just send it back to you. <laughs> That's not how it yeah. works. Yeah. So they have to purchase the stuff that they're going to sell, but they don't want to do that for artists. I think it's because somewhere along the line, it has gotten known that I think we come off as a um, desperate group <laughs> sometimes. And they, they, I think some retailers take advantage of that. Okay. So can you think of any other pros or cons for having a retail? Uh, not really. I think it's a great way to get your work out there, get some eyes on your work. Local uh, eyes. One, I think it's a good yes. way to get local yeah. people to see your work. And something I don't have in gift shops right now are cards, greeting cards. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great one to put in gift shops. Yeah. You know, like who doesn't go to a gift shop to buy gifts for other people. They need a card to go with the gift, right? Right. And do you so, know, I think we've said this before, my show at the Christmas at the Cabin, I know I keep mentioning that, but that is my top show of the year yeah. is Christmas at the Cabin. Most of my sales are from note cards. And you I wouldn't know. think because you don't think people mail anything anymore, but they do. I mean, yeah. my my, uh, pie, my little pie chart tells me so. <laughs> yeah. So I've sold, you know, <laughs> note cards like 40% of my sales were note cards. It was kind of crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, it really was amazing. And you so, put your website address on the back, right? So that's oh, like yeah. a little Are free. You kidding? Yeah, yes. like a little advertisement for your business. A little advertising. That is exactly and then, right. And then there's I nothing wrong that. with that. I do that too, you know? That's right. It's if like, they don't want it on there, that's too bad. It's going on there. Yeah. I mean, you buy a Hallmark card, their name's going to be on the back. Right. You know? Yep. That's exactly right. So it's no All different. Right. So similar to retail shops would be, well, I guess similar and different or like bookstores. We we have mm-hmm. both exhibited in a local, locally owned bookstore. Now you're not going to get in like Barnes and Noble or anything like that. I don't believe. Barnes and Noble used to have Did they? artists in oh. there here. Yeah. They don't have it anymore though. They had a little shelf upstairs where you could put art. Okay. Well, that's limited. I'd like to see it down here by the coffee area oh, yeah. where people go in there and just hang out because, you know, that's another thing you need to consider is where is your art going to be put? Right. Is it going to even be seen? Is it worth the trouble of you leaving your inventory that you could possibly sell, sell somewhere else in some, you know, dark, dank corner that no one is ever going to see? I think that's definitely something right. to consider. Um, I think so too. Yeah, and the the bookstore that we both did was we'll give a little shout out to our local people, Blue Stocking Social, isn't that the correct name of it? Yeah, yeah, and uh, super nice people, wonderful to work with with the artists. They even shared photos of our artwork on their Instagram. Uh, another place we both exhibit now, all three of us, Vicky included, is Frame Shop, uh, Inman's, Inman's yeah. Picture Framing. Isn't yeah. that the name? And Gallery. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Super nice people. Oh, yeah. Jessica and Mike Inman. Um, I just recently, people. just this year, put my artwork in and they've been so nice to me. And I know that you, this has been a, like a little cash cow for you, Lori. You sell a lot of artwork at Inman's, don't you? I probably sell more there than anywhere else. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That you have found your type of people. And you figure people are coming there to get their artwork. Their main thing is is framing. So that's mm-hmm. how they earn the majority of their their income. But it's so nice of them to offer wall space to oh, us yeah. artists to have a chance to sell. And then if you can think of any of these places, 
I don't even know if they have them anymore. Do you remember they used to have internet cafes? I was just thinking oh my of gosh, like yes. hangout places, like hangout types of places that people would go. And I guess that kind of fits in with coffee shops. Right. But, you know, like um, we've both sold artwork and exhibited at uh, the coffee shop downtown there. What is that called? Penny Lane. Penny Lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Honeymoon Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Now these are all that we keep naming these places off that are local to us because we want to give them a shout out. But, you know, you right. approach your local places. And what I have found is if it's a locally owned person that owns that shop, I think you'll have better results. You know, don't expect to go into Applebee's and get your stuff. in. Right. There. That's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I agree. At all. <laughs> but then there are some caveats and I'll give you a little example. One time I talk about popping in to see your work like Maria Brophy talked about, there was a place and I guess I can say, it cause they're not in business anymore. It was called toast and they put it in this golf club restaurant that was on, on the West side of Evansville. And they, they let a bunch of artists bring their stuff in. And it was actually a nice exhibiting place. The only problem was uh, it was up high, really high. So if you wanted to have any kind of an impact, you had to have really large pieces. And I had some bigger pieces up there and I went in with my aunt one time. She wanted to meet me for lunch and we went to there and I said, well, we go see my artwork. So we go there and I had told her a little bit on the lowdown. Hey, why don't you, I just want to see how they handle. um, If you're interested in a piece, how do they handle that? And she goes, okay, so she, we're eating our, and the waitress comes up and she said, Hey, I'm interested in that piece up there. And it was mine, of course, you know, and we're just playing it. You know, this was all pretend. And she said, how, how do I buy that piece? The waitress had no clue. She had no incentive to sell it and really did not help us at all. So that's something to consider. Basically, after that, after that little fiasco, I had all my art removed from there and had a hard time doing that because nobody wants to take the time or at this place to allow me to come in, get a ladder because it was really high high up and take my artwork down it took people's time away the waitresses are trying to earn money the waiters waitresses they're trying to earn money they don't have time to sell your art so I think I learned a lesson there you need to I wrote some things down so you need to uh, consider where you're putting your artwork and definitely do a pop pop in check on your artwork and another thing that goes back to the waitresses and waiters had no incentive to selling them. Maybe if the place doesn't take a commission, then you offer that commission to any waiter or waitresses that sell your art. If you're in a restaurant style place, that's a great idea. Jamie. Because I mean, why wouldn't they want to have a little extra money in their pocket just for mentioning to the people? Oh, Hey, that's my favorite painting. Did you notice all the artwork in this, in the restaurant? It's all by local artists and it's all for sale. Now what that take? Not even right. 10 seconds. So then it get, it gets people's attention to it. There, the artwork was so high up. You couldn't see any title cards. And if you saw the cards, you couldn't read them anyway, because it was so far away. So everyone probably thought that that was just the owner's personal collection they didn't even know it was for sale so there was no no business cards to be handed out that it and I had left business cards but nobody offered them to my aunt so that's definitely something to consider you know and I I would uh, recommend too if you know other artists who have exhibited at a place where you're checking out 
get with those artists and ask them how their experience was. Yes. And I think most artists would be happy to to share their experience with it unless it's their little mm-hmm. cash cow and they don't want to <laughs> yeah right <laughs> there might be one or two of those around you never know yeah. right yeah <laughs> okay so and at uh, this so a bar but you know bars are another place and we both go or have our work in at Jennings Station Jennings mm-hmm. no Jennings Public Jennings House Street is what Public, it's called Jennings it? Street Public House yeah in Newburgh yeah to, yes and uh it's uh, sometimes a comedy club and sometimes, you know, I think they do a lot of stuff there, but they are another family owned or locally owned. I wouldn't say family owned, but husband and wife. Right. And yeah. Uh, are we losing my connection? I think Sorry. so. A little bit. Right. So, okay. So another place that we haven't talked about yet is uh, local craft shows. Now I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend some higher end ones. And I've done craft shows before when I was first starting out, I will say it's a different crowd. They are not necessarily looking to buy fine art, but it is a place to start. And it's a good place to get you, get your feet wet, to figure out how these shows work and connecting with other people and you never know you could make sales I have made sales before I had someone offer me a job when I was at a craft show one time oh really because he <laughs> was so impressed with the way that I presented myself I you know I would like call people out where who were walking by me and try to get them to come into my booth and tell them about my art well he you're so personable a, well you really yeah, are, I don't know I don't know any know? strangers do I but no. uh, you know I was just, that's just my nature to do that. So I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed at all to do that. I'm not shy about it. And he was so impressed. He wanted me to come work for his insurance company. I said, no, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But it was nice of him to offer, you know. Yeah, that was. Have you ever gone to a craft show? I mean, exhibited and, you know, tried to sell? You know, yeah, I have. Patchwork Central. It's a nonprofit. They have the arts and smarts program for the kids down there. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, yeah, have you heard of that one? Yes. Yeah, and I'm not that, sure. I don't know patchwork. if they do it anymore. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but it's usually, it's was in November every year. So I've done that one. I have never done that one. I liked it because kinda, it was indoor. Yeah, right. I did a lot of outdoor. Oh, God. You know, yeah, there's a whole nother I can of dread worms right outdoor there. shows. Yes. <laughs> the last time that I did a craft show, I had a couple of really bad experiences. One was it just pissed and poured. It rained cats and dogs. And we had, I even had to put up all four of my walls. And I didn't actually have real walls at this time. It was rolls of plastic. So it was not good. The wind picked up. It was in Henderson, Kentucky at Audubon. Okay, so I'm going to mention another one here that I don't know if, if it's on your list or not. You may have forgotten about this and, and maybe for good reason. I can't remember how, actually how it ended. So staging with uh, sellers or contractors like real estate oh, agents. Yeah, right. Remember, you had yes. a piece in. So tell tell everyone how that went. I did. I uh, A realtor wanted to know if they could put one of my pieces, it was a larger abstract, in this like million dollar home. Yeah. And of course, was it for the home show? Like the home uh, show? It was just, I think it was just a house for sale. Okay. So just for staging. uh, Yeah. And yeah, it was for staging and nothing came out of it, but you know, it was a nice opportunity. And you never know, the right person just didn't come along. Right. And luckily, your art didn't get injured, right? There was no no damage. No, it did. That's good. Was that the intention of the contractor? 
to sell it? Yeah, they had, I, I believe they had a title card up there with the price and everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did, did he pay anything to have your art there? No, he didn't. And mm-hmm. I think if I ever do that again, uh, you know, I'd prefer some kind of rental fee or something. Wow. That's a good idea. That's right. Yeah. See, that's good that we yeah. are talking about this because that's right. just something you don't think about, right? Okay. Universities any... is another one I had. Oh, that's right. That wasn't on my list. Uh, You've had a university show. Yeah, I had a solo show at Cran Art Gallery at U of E, University mm-hmm. of Evansville. For those who don't live here, that's what U of E is. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, so they have an artist there about every month. I think it's just during the school year, though, the academic year. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they show students' artwork there, too. But they usually have a featured artist every month from the community. Mm-hmm. Right. That was a, that was a really nice show. Oh, did, it was. I know you didn't sell anything during the show, but didn't oh, you I did. end up I selling sold... a piece after? I, oh, you uh, did show, sell I did, a piece? I did sell one piece okay. during well, the show. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I call that a success. If you sell anything during or even after that was related to that show, I call that a success. Yeah. All right. So have you got anything else? That Let me see. Um, The only other thing I have on here, I think. I don't know if we talked. Yeah, we talked about galleries, uh, hair salons. We've shown in a hair salon oh, before. Yeah, forgot. Or no, actually, that. I didn't. Something came up and I didn't do it. But you, right, Jamie and Sandy. I mean, you, Vicky and Sandy, did it. Right, right. We did, and um, I think the uh, Sandy that was her little cash cow, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Her little honey hole. I think she sold so. a lot of pieces there, and I did not have any luck. Right. And, you know, sometimes it, that's just the way it goes, right? You're some places are you're going to appeal to certain people that it go to oh, those yeah. places. Some you're not. I think Vicky sold one little piece there, mm-hmm. but it was just one of those cases. I don't think that it was right for me. Maybe it was the artwork I took. I don't know. I think Vicky or I think Sandy was the little uh, golden child there. I think some of them knew her. And so they were, you know, happy. Yeah. And she had a good <laughs> spot for it. And, and it's kind of one of those deals, too. You need to make sure that it's known that your artwork is not just part of the decor, that it's for sale. That it's for sale. Yeah. 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 That's important. No matter yeah. where it's at. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I see something I for, that I forgot to mention on here. Let's go ahead and move on to another one. If you if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I got this. I can't claim uh, the idea for this. I think I actually got it off that Artist Helping Artist podcast. Remember? With Mm -hmm. Leslie Seda that I brought up in another podcast, but home parties similar to Tupperware. All right. Yes. And I haven't done this. Right. I haven't done this, but I would love the opportunity. So if I have any rich friends listening, (laughs) (laughs) and they don't even have to be rich, but usually what it, how it would be, you have a host or a hostess, right? And you would provide them with a free small painting, right? As your gift to them for hosting this party, similar to Tupperware party. People come, they have, you know, hors d'oeuvres or drinks or whatever, and they invite their friends. It's usually kind of a casual evening in this, in this hostess's home. And, uh, you know, it's usually, um, well-to-do hosts, I would think, that are proud of their home and they like to entertain their friends and or even co-workers or ho- whoever they want to invite, right? But I think that would be an awesome way to sell some art. And I've heard from the other podcast that I told you that I got this off of years and years ago uh, that it was it was really worked well for her and that That's she great. had... But I do think it, it kind of depends on if you're influential. Do you know that artist yeah. that, um, oh, I just love her. She's got the worst mouth on earth. Um, um, 
she's from Georgia, I think. And she's in New Orleans now. Oh, I know you know who I'm talking about. Uh, she does uh, She does all these wild pop art paintings. Oh, oh gosh, God, I can't I think of... Oh, I can't think of her name right off the bat. Anyway, she started out like that. She came from really? a, well, a well-to-do family, and she said her mother invited all her, all her debutante you know, or debutante women friends over, and they all got together and would buy pieces off of her. What is her name? She is wildly successful. Oh, Ashley Longshore. That's her. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I'll have to look her up. Oh no, my God. I'll have to look her up. Oh, her artwork looks fantastic. She's oh, awesome. Yeah. She just doesn't even give a shit about anything. It's so hilarious. Look, there's. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Oh, yes. I got to look her up. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you don't follow her. Oh, you got to follow her. Oh, yeah. You have definitely. to follow her. And her name She's is what again? Ashley Longshore? Is that what you said? Yeah. Ashley Longshore. Did you have anything else to add? Yeah. I just wanted to say that Ashley Longshore, she she mentioned that too, uh, doing the home parties with her debutante, her mother's debutante friends. And uh, one more thing that I wanted to talk about, and you can pipe in here because I'm sure you'll have something to say about it, was some of the key things about this. And I've already mentioned some of this, so I'm just going to read my list and we'll keep good records on who has what. Now, I've been mm -hmm. bad about this. I've lost art because I didn't remember where it was. I didn't oh, have yeah. a good record of it. So make sure that you write down what piece is where. And also, you know, um, talk about this is really hard for me. And I have written up contracts before, but consider writing up a contract when leaving your art anywhere. And then I write up the contract and then I don't give it to them. Or I feel uncomfortable saying, will you, will you sign the oh, contract? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why. I mean, you know, I'll bet a man wouldn't feel that way. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry right. any men. I'm sorry, men, if you're listening. But it's true. You know, women are, we're kind of programmed, especially older women, you know, like me. Uh, we are, you know, we were kind of taught to serve. And, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Without getting into a whole big gender thing. But, right. But you know, it, you another know, reason. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was ahead. just going to say another reason to keep good records of what you have where is simply because if you're looking for a painting that somebody questions you about, maybe they're interested in it right. and you can't find it in your studio. Well, then you can go to your records and be like, oh, it's at Inman's or, oh, yeah. it's at the confectionery, yeah. you know? Yeah. But you can only discover that if you've kept good records. Right. I have, I have paintings that are still lost. I have no idea where they're at. So don't be like me. Keep good records. And I do mm -hmm. keep good records now. I have a spreadsheet. And in one of my columns is where is it currently at? I also have another column that says where has it been? Like if I know it's if it's gone to the library, it's gone to a hair salon, it's gone to a coffee shop, blah, blah, blah. Right. That a record of there. where everywhere yes. it's exhibited. Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, I don't want to exhibit the same painting twice somewhere. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. That's kind of my thing. I need All to right, get so a little better at that part. Keeping okay, track well, of then that. Make another column in your spreadsheet. Yeah. You know you got one. All right. So have a, here's another very important part. Have a clear understanding between you and the owner of how money will be handled. Do they send the collector to you to pay you or will they collect the money themselves? And then you have to get it when you mm -hmm. are there to pick up your paintings or maybe just going there to pick up your money. So an example of this is one of the, um, 
nice little coffee shops sold a peace of mind. And, you know, thankfully they're honest and the painting was gone and they had some cash in an envelope for me. Super nice. Can't get any better than that, right? They didn't tell me until after I picked up my painting. I didn't know it had sold, but maybe it sold very last. I don't know at the last minute. So I'm mm -hmm. not sure, but definitely have, have it clear. Like you have to, we have to be business people. We can't just live in our little bubble. We have to bring these things up and that's where it's good in a contract, right? You can, it can be as simple as, you know, having my art is at here from date, this date to this oh, date yeah. and, and name the pieces, the sizes and how much they are and have, have them sign it them sign it and you sign it and they get a copy and you get a copy. That's as simple as it needs, you know, it doesn't need right. to be anything more than that. And also, and maybe mention, you know, how the money will be handled. Do you right. have anything to add to the contract thing? Oh yeah. I'd say just even something simple is good. You don't have to have an attorney look it over probably oh, just, yeah. just, the, just so everybody's on the same page. Right. And you can even Google contracts there they are out there oh yeah um, there are sample on ones Pinterest. out there everywhere yes. that you can grab even if you type in art artist contract or artist mm -hmm. exhibit contract there that's I'm sure how I got mine started okay right. so, and another one I have is know how you'll handle damaged or lost art and so by that I mean are you just gonna be willing to eat it or are you need to do your job again as a business owner, your art business owner, as asking the owner, will my art be covered in your under your insurance? Like mm -hmm. Jessica made it point yeah. to to tell me that the art was covered under their insurance if something oh, yeah. happened to it. Jessica, so didn't I thought insurance. yes, yes, yeah. I thought that was so nice of her that took the burden right. off of me to have to ask that. Oh but yeah, anyway, most places I don't think offer that uh, that I've encountered. Mm -hmm. They're basically, you know, you're taking a chance if something happens or it gets stolen and that too bad. At least that's what I've encountered in some of the places. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, and I think this is so important. This is the last one I have. Pop in no matter where your art is in a retail shop, a bar, a bookstore, anywhere. Pop in unannounced to check on your work. See if it's still there. Mm -hmm. See if it's up. If it's gone, ask where it's at. Did, you, did it get sold? Do they owe you money? You know, I think it's really important and it's up to you, really. It really and truly is up to the artist to, to know. It, it's nice for the owner to, to alert you that something is sold, but you got to figure they're running their own business. They don't have time to call you maybe, or maybe yeah. they don't even have access to your phone number or information easily to get a hold of you. So that's what I have for that on how to get your art out there. Uh, Lori, I think this was a really good episode. I, I think, think so too. Hopefully I didn't ramble on too much, but no, uh, it was all good information. Had, I think so too. Cause a lot of this, I wish I'd had in the beginning. I didn't, you right. know, a lot of my information I learned from mistakes. Experience. Yes, yeah. Yes. Trial and error. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite phrase, live and learn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> live and learn. I've done a lot right. of that. Oh yeah. Me too. Well, thank you so much for listening today. And if you would like a shout out on our podcast, we'd love to do that for you. All you need to do is leave us a review. And by the way, we'd love a five-star review. And if you have any show ideas, we'd love to hear them. Just send us an email and we'll have that information in the show notes, how to contact us. Mm -hmm.